0: Season 19 contestant of The Voice, Ian Flanagan, with us today on the Music Universe Podcast.
1: This episode of the Music Universe Podcast is sponsored by Aroma Retail.
2: Both Buddy and I own and love their machines. I use their travel-sized diffuser, and it fills my
1: whole apartment. And Matt, their home unit can get your whole house smelling refreshed, and if you have a lot of pets like I do, you definitely need it. With some of your favorite fragrances from resort destinations around the world, there is definitely something for everyone. Yeah, they have 90
2: fragrances available for diffusing as room and linen sprays. I know you might like that because the, the dogs and cats jump on the beds. Uh, there's candles and even wax melters. Those are fun.
1: Head over to aromaretail.com and use code MUSICUNI10
2: for 10% off your order. And that is one zero on that 10. MUSICUNI10. Sent your space with Aroma Retail.
1: Oh, Matt, we always have an eclectic group of guests whenever we do these episodes. And Ian Ian is definitely a natural at this and uh, glad that
0: he joined us. He was on Team Blake uh, last season, actually. Yes, he was. And we talked to him about how involved the mentors actually are, because, you know, how much of it is for the camera? And then, okay, kid, don't bother me, you know, versus how much is it, you know actually they become invested in the artists and and we find out that Blake is as genuine as could be and is invested in the artists he works with as anybody. So um, it's really, really cool to talk to him about his experience and he has new music coming out. Yeah. He's got a song with
1: Blake actually called grow up. It's had over 2 million plays already and his debut album hits store shelves and digital outlets later this year. And we'll discuss that in the interview with him. Ian Flanagan welcome to the music universe podcast you're a season 19 contestant and team blake contestant on the voice this most recent season how's it going
3: yeah thank you guys so much for having me um things are going good making music hanging with you guys so life is pretty good
1: Awesome. What kind of music are you making these days? I mean, you just had a big season here on on The Voice, and I want to get to that in a minute, but what what kind of music are you making for you?
3: We are making country music. I started off in an Americana just as a songwriter traveling the country, Um, been working with Reviver, and that's my record label, has put me in the rooms with a bunch of amazing artists, and we're releasing a full-length record this fall.
0: I had wanted to know, Ian, when you're mentored by uh, folks on the Voice and you were Team Blake, how how much time do you get? I mean, you know, the cynics can say, "Oh, it's just for the camera." What is that relationship with your celebrity mentor like?
3: Yeah, a lot of people are curious about how much time actually goes on in the show, and um, I would say that the further the further along in the show you go, the more the more time you're going to get. You know, the first interactions, I think, are like 20 minutes where you're on camera and there's like a guest. For me, it was Kane Brown. And I think it was about a half an hour, 20, 30 minutes where we performed and got critiqued and just kind of hung out and then a bit off camera. And as the seasons go, you always meet up with the coach for before you perform. So you'll definitely get like a half hour, 45 minutes before you perform just alone with them. And then towards the end of the season, you know, you're recording with them. And that's a couple hours in the studio, much more time. And Blake has gone above and beyond in my life to where after the show, he's come and recorded with me on a single of mine called Grow Up, where he featured on it. So that was his own time. But during the show, you do get um, you get quite a bit of time considering how many people are involved and their schedules, you know.
1: Yeah, tell us about that single. It Looks like it's had like two million plays already.
3: Yeah, grow up. Um, that single, I recorded it. I think just a couple months after the show. A lot, it moved pretty quickly. But I sent, I sent a demo of that song and uh, one or two others that I was working on, debating releasing with Reviver. He reached back out and was like, "Hey, man, I'd love to jump on that song with you." And it's really just about celebrating life, you know, just um, having a good time. And that that's a lot of my goal in life is just to make music that makes people feel good, you know. And um, so the song has, yeah, over two million streams. We just did a music video in Kansas City with Eric Roberts starring in it. And um, it's pretty epic. He ba- basically breaks out of a retirement home, steals a car, gets a girl, breaks into a rodeo it's nuts so that's yeah that song's been absolutely awesome
1: one thing that intrigued me when i was looking at your bio is uh you actually your wife and your daughter you you bought a winnebago in 2019 and you just went for it i've been there didn't get the success you did obviously but i've been there with just a band doing that and uh what was that like you know because obviously you have roots somewhere looks like Oklahoma. And then you just suddenly like, I'm going for this. I'm just going to do this.
3: Yeah. You know, so I'm from upstate New York. I'm from a Hudson Valley close to Woodstock in a town called Sorghese. Uh, I grew up there winters in New York and especially upstate. They're like eight months long. Like it's just forever winter. It feels like, and we were coming into another winter where I had been touring by myself and I would go run out in like a Honda Accord. I'd drive down to North Carolina and perform. And um, we just got to this point where in my life, winter was coming. And my fiance got in like a pretty bad car accident, which resulted in her eating a couple spinal fusion surgeries. And basically the, she wasn't able to work. So with all those variables on the table, we decided to sell everything. Had a giant community yard sale. And uh, we found this 24-foot Winnebago van down in Pennsylvania from a dude named Frank. And we literally made it our home, sold everything, decided to homeschool across the country and just go for it, you know, as a musical family. And, you know, the way we found the voice was completely not, like, we weren't looking for anything. We were just rolling. And uh, it was just a part of our tour, and it happened. So it was awesome.
1: Yeah, sorry. I see you're from Woodstock. I read something. I thought it said fellow Na- Oklahoma native Blake Shelton, so I must have misread oh, something. Oh, no worries.
3: Yeah, no, I love Oklahoma though. <laughs> Tishomingo.
1: There you go. So, did you just end up wa- landing in Los Angeles and doing the voice auditions or how how did you become a part of that?
3: Yeah, the real story for me is I had been touring with Aylin and my girls. We had just come off a Texas run and we we're living in a van this whole time, like for for about a year. And I pull into Nashville and we had just had like one of the highest highs of my independent music career where I was opening with Bob Schneider at uh, mm-hmm. Austin City Limits for his Valentine's Day show. One of the best shows of my life. We fly back to Nashville to the van. And, like, tornado hits East Nashville that year. Yeah. And um, all the shows are just dropping like flies for from COVID. Like, we lost the entire tour from February to August in, like, a week. Like, we'd wake up to emails canceling. And um, my last show, like, no, there's no fabrication of it. My last show was an open mic at the Mercy Lounge in Nashville. Had about $80 left living in this trailer park down in Lewisburg. And, um, man, I didn't even want to go. But Ayla was like, you know, get your butt up. You go to every show. Uh, Went to this open mic and it ended up being a scouting opportunity for the show where they had seen a video I submitted to play at the open mic. Around 1130 in the green room, a guy came up to me and said, we'd love to have you as an alternate for this season. But you got to like submit right now. So I was basically there as an alternate. And um, I think there's about 100 or 120 or so people that get flown out. And that's how that's how the show begins. So it was a pretty serendipitous, like hail mary for me. Mm-hmm. That was the end of my tour that day, and uh, it turned out to be one of the best things I could have done.
0: Yeah,
1: it's one of those where it it's life changing without even realizing it. And and the same thing sort of happened. Uh, I want to compare that kind of to you know with with Garth Brooks. If you know his story, he was passed originally did an open mic night at the last minute as well. And then Capitol records is like, "Eh, call me Monday. I think we got something to discuss. So it kind of same type of path, you know?
3: (laughs) Yeah. You know, the main thing that I always try to pull from it. And if I'm doing any kind of interview, the only thing I ever want to get across is like, for whoever's creating whatever you're doing in life, you know, it's like, you just can't ever stop because you never know if it's the next day, the next thing, the next room, whatever it is, you know, that's life. You just got to keep pushing forward no matter what.
0: Exactly, exactly. So what's next for you? What have you been doing this year now that things are finally back up and running?
3: Man, life has been awesome and just totally crazy. Right now, I've got a new single coming out, last name on it on uh, June 17th really excited have a full length record finished like we're done officially done that we're going to release early fall um right now i'm packing the band up we're heading out to san diego for a show and just just between touring recording and writing just being grateful man trying to uh stay keep your head above water in it all but right now we're just touring and making music are you still living in that winnebago (laughs) we actually so we sold the winnebago in texas Uh, Last year in Dallas, we got caught in that Dallas storm. The whole Mm -hmm. rig froze. We had icicles in the house. We had to stay under blankets for like three days. So I was like, we need to upgrade. And um, (laughs) we bought a trailer and that trailer was great. We started living in the trailer for about almost maybe a year, not even almost like eight months. And we recently just sold it because we got Kamea in a school out here in Tennessee we're living like a semi-normal life right now. It's pretty cool. So we're in a house. This is a house now. It doesn't even move, but it's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> you got to write a song about that Winnebago. You have got to oh, write yeah. a song. You buy it in I, Pennsylvania. It takes your, you go on the journey with it through to The Voice, and then you sell it in Texas. That that reminds me of that that Charlie uh, Charlie Daniels song, uh, Talk to Me all. Um, oh, yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: That that you got to write a song about that Winnebago. That's awesome.
3: You know, man, I really do, and I appreciate you bringing that up. Maybe that's what I'll I'll work on this weekend. <laughs> but yeah, man, and you never you never know. Like I've always loved bands in my life, but I never thought a band was going to save save me. So <laughs> the band definitely <laughs> came through. Totally. So
1: um, before we let you go, just have to ask: Are you still in touch with Blake and maybe any of the other coaches that uh, I know you got? rave reviews from those guys
3: well they're all awesome the way i look at it is these people are like super busy i saw blake uh i guess even maybe two months ago whenever spring blake was in gatlinburg i opened up for him with a couple other voice artists awesome he's just down to earth man he's just moving making music and um he's really as humble as you would think he is you know like that guy will just do anything for anybody if you can. And he's just a good guy, but I don't have, um, I don't keep in touch with the other coaches as much. But I know they're already on. They've probably had like 17 seasons since I was there. So I'm sure they're busy. <laughs> but yeah, Blake has been an awesome, friend. And I stay in touch with a lot of contestants.
1: Awesome. Well, the perfect song for your special someone is a debut album. It's due September 2nd. And uh congrats Ian on all the success. And hopefully we'll see you out here soon. I'm in Bakersfield. So if you make it this way, I'll have to reach out and come see you.
3: Oh, hey, yeah. I love- well- i'm sorry buddy what did you say
0: i was gonna say and i'm up in dc so we'll come see you uh if you get to maryland virginia area there's tons of venues
3: uh up here as well so well let's make that happen guys and thank you so much for your time
0: and one thing
1: that was cool that we discussed off air is how blake really uh nurtures those acts (laughs) whether they've won or not he really if he likes you he'll take you under his wing and have you open for him maybe even tour you know, because he's got his line of, um, of restaurants that uh, he plays at, you know, the old red uh, group and stuff. So uh, it's really neat that uh, we got to hear how Ian's uh, journey from upstate New York, all the way to LA, and it, you know, wound up back in Nashville, where it also kind of started because you heard him tell that story about how he was an alternate uh, from a a writer's night, uh, open mm-hmm. mic night rather, at uh, a place that just recently closed, the Mercy Lounge.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, and the Old Red, like you said, uh, playing there and and a great place to nurture artists. And Old Red is becoming uh, quite the country music chain. I think it's, uh, with no offense to the Ryman Hospitality Group who I think is involved in it. They are, yeah. Uh, um, old Red is becoming what they wanted Opry City stage to be because uh, they opened Opry City stage in New York. It didn't do what they had hoped it would and they ended up closing shortly before 2020. I think mid-2019 or late 2018 they closed uh, They closed Opry City Grill or Opry City stage and and now they're doing Old Red and Old Reds are popping up in airports and there's going to be yeah. one in Las Vegas. So, so lots of places for people who aspire to play country music and maybe have a journey like Ian's to play.
1: Yeah. I mean, the whole Winnebago story, I'm like, wow, that, that's a little close to home there. Uh, you know, and he was able to, to have his family with him during that journey and stuff and uh, really neat. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to hearing his album out September 2nd. So uh, we'll have to check that out when it's available. Alrighty, well for the music universe podcast i'm matt and i'm um, buddy thanks for listening and watching be sure to hit that like subscribe and share button check us out at themusicuniverse.com take care this episode of the music universe podcast is sponsored by aroma retail
2: both buddy and i own and love their machines i use their
1: travel size diffuser and it fills my whole apartment And Matt, their home unit can get your whole house smelling refreshed, and if you have a lot of pets like I do, you definitely need it. With some of your favorite fragrances from resort destinations around the world, there is definitely something for everyone. Yeah, they have 90 fragrances available for diffusing as
2: room and linen sprays. I know you might like that because the the dogs and cats jump on the beds. Uh, there's candles and even wax melters. Those are fun.
1: Head over to aromaretail.com and use code MUSICUNI10 for 10% off your order. And that is
2: 1-0 on that 10. Music I 10 Scent your space with Aroma Retail. <laughs>